Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast, brought to you in conjunction with the Old City Sports Network. The countdown continues 15 days away from the start of the NFL season. Crunch time is here. Scott Hansen's intros are feeling ever more real. I'm excited for Red Zone to be back. Can't wait. It pisses me off he's wearing an undershirt under his shirt. In that one, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's definitely wild. Um, but we love Scott no matter what. Yep. Today, we will be breaking down our quarterback <clears throat> rankings for this upcoming season. If you want to check out all of our rankings, you can find them at our website. The link is in our bio on all platforms. So check that out if you're looking for more rankings. Uh, but before we begin, we want to thank everyone who joined our Beat the Bros Redraft League. Drafting today right after we wrap up this QB breakdown at 6.45 p.m. So make sure you stay tuned for that. So only got 45 minutes to talk QBs. Let's get right into it. As always for these ranking episodes, I like to discuss kind of what your strategy is for drafting each position. For quarterbacks this season, where have you been targeting them? One of the first couple of guys, middle of the pack, are you waiting until late to grab your QB? Middle of the pack. Depends what falls to me. Yeah. Because there's some guys in the middle of the pack that if they all get taken, I don't see anybody like later worth kind of reaching on at that point just to get a quarterback yeah i'm reaching i'm reaching on one man and one man only who does y'all know who that is that is jalen hurts dude if we drafted a month ago i probably would do the same but i kind of have accepted i probably won't get him i won't get josh allen i won't get mahomes but he's the guy you want to reach if you're going to reach on somebody and it won't even be a reach yeah you can wait this year though like you honestly can there's a lot of good you can good quarterbacks yeah qb feels pretty deep again it's usually pretty deep there have been a couple years actually recent years that it hasn't been that deep like even last year it was kind of shallow where like it seemed like it was going to be deep and then a lot of guys that were supposed to be good kind of like matt stafford even aaron Rodgers last year wasn't that great like guys that you expected to rely upon were not there for you um but again seems like it's going to be deep i'm probably in the same boat as most of you guys i'm definitely considering jalen hurts early Maybe a touch of bias there. I'm also considering Mahomes if I do grab Kelsey in the first round on that swing back. I've seen that done in a lot of drafts where you get Kelsey, it comes back around. It's like Mahomes is super tempting at that point just to grab the stack. Feels like running back and wide receiver you can wait a little bit on um, this year more than ever. So I don't hate that, but usually not something I'm trying to do. Uh, But yeah, if I don't get that... Middle of the pack, it really just depends on where they're falling. If some guy falls another round, I'll probably reach, but probably waiting towards the end. There's some guys late that I like a lot too. So we'll get into all of our rankings, uh, but let's start at the top. seems like there are top three. Everyone here has the same top three, just in different order. So let's start with you, Matt. You are the only one of us with Mahomes at number one. Are you confident he can put up incredible numbers again? I am. He in the Hurts I, all right, it's not disrespect. Take it hurts, all, but take it all. Mahomes just gets it done. It doesn't matter who he's throwing to. He's always going to have Kelsey, uh, McKinnon, uh, Sky Moore. I think should have a big part of this offense. Justin, uh, what's his face? Ross. 
Uh-huh. And he's just had damn near 40 touchdowns for the past three years. So, And he had 50 his rookie year. Yeah. He just gets it done. He does get it done. He's usually top five, uh, number one twice now. I don't hate taking Mahomes at one. That's why I have him at two. But me, T-Gods, and Q, I think we are all on the Jalen Hurts train. We saw what he could do last year. If he didn't get banged up towards the end, I do think he could have finished number one last year. So why not again? I mean, the Eagles' offense is just insane. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, insane offensive line. Added DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny to kind of replace that gap left by Miles Sanders. Kenneth Gainwell still there as well to mix in in the backfield. There's just so much on this offense, and obviously Jalen Hurts can do a lot with his legs too. So I'm dialed in at him on number one. I assume Q and T-Gods, you echo that sentiment. Yes, oh, yeah. indeed. Yeah, have to. Uh, Q, moving on to you, you do have Josh Allen at number two, and you actually have him over Mahomes. Do you yeah, think Josh Mahomes. Allen can fix some of these turnovers from last year that haunted him? He can, but at the same time, doesn't matter. He, he still finished quarterback one with the turnover, so – Nothing needs to change for him. Or was, was he number one quarterback? Last year? He may have been quarterback too. But either way, yeah, Mahomes is one last year. Yeah, yeah. Either way, if you could just bring him down a little bit, he's, they haven't really done much. In the, I know we know we love James Cook here, or some of us do, but I that's do. not gonna. The Bills don't love James Cook enough to stop Josh Allen from running the ball. That's not going to be taken away, and I'm not concerned about the interceptions. Bring him on, because Mahomes doesn't have anyone to throw to. So he's. He, I'll save the hot take for later. It could be predictable, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, we know that. Uh, but yeah, the rest of us also have Josh Allen at three. So all of us have the same top three guys. It's Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Patrick Mahomes. However you want to slice it, feel free to slice it that way. All three of those guys could easily finish number one. Gator in the chat. What's up, Luigi Fantasy Brothers? <laughs> Gator coming up with I don't the, get it. Uh, I don't get it either, but I, we're, we're the Mario, the Fantasy Bros. So I guess you play on the Mario Bros. Last week, we're uh, Monday. We we're the Warrior, Warrior Brothers. Bros. We'll, see, we'll <laughs> see who we are next week, I guess. Um, Danny Dimes, question mark. We will. We can touch on Danny Dimes in a little bit, but I don't think we love him too much this year as a whole. Um, let's move on from the top three to the middle of the pack, guys. How did you guys rank Burrow, Lamar, and Herbert? Where are you targeting these guys in drafts? Are you comfortable taking them around their ADP between late third, mid fourth, or would you rather wait for them to fall maybe to the fifth round? I got Burrow the highest out of all of them. I got Burrow four, Lamar five, Herbert six. But honestly, I'm pretty comfortable with any of they'll get those guys at that spot as my quarterback. Yeah, I got Lamar four. I'm the most confident in him. I got Burrow, Burrow five. And who who are we talking about? Herbo. Herbo, Herbo, Herbo. I got him at seven. I got Justin Fields over him. I'm sorry, Q. Uh, come on. Awesome. Um, but if I do have like Jamar or T, well, probably Jamar. It doesn't matter. But if I have if I have Jamar, I'll probably take Joe Burrow over Lamar. That makes sense. I like the stack. I got Burrow, Lamar, Herbert as well in that order. I do have Justin Fields above. Lamar and Herbert. We'll touch on him in a minute. Wild. But just focusing on these two guys, um, I think I would probably wait more towards mid fourth, if not like late fourth, fifth, just to see if one of these three guys falls. I don't have like a major preference between these three. Um, I do like Burrow and Lamar more than Herbert just by a little bit, but I think any of these three could be top five quarterbacks this year. So 
I'm comfortable taking them there. I'd rather just wait to probably be the last to take one of the three instead of being the first in like late third round to grab the first one there. Yeah. Um, the next guys that have kind of snuck into this middle tier, as T Gods just hinted at, Justin Fields, but also Trevor Lawrence. Of those two, which guy do you prefer and why? Come on. Uh, the one that can throw the football. I have Fields ranked one spot higher than Trevor Lawrence, but I refuse to try and defend Justin Fields. <laughs> why? Because I just he just does it with his legs. He does things that Trevor Lawrence can't do with his legs, and that makes for a good fantasy quarterback. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with That's that. That's all I'm going to say. He's just, just one-dimensional, though. I don't care how he gets it done. I'm just, I just want the points. At some point, though, it's the one-dimensional part's going to hurt him. He's not going to be able to get the points. Eh, he'll be fine. He can throw screens. I hope he stinks. <laughs> Hater. Same. You guys are haters. I'm in on Justin Fields. I'm a realist. Uh, I am a super realist. Justin Fields is good at football. He was number seven last year, finishing amongst quarterbacks. He did miss two games and started off the season like dog water for like five games. So even with all that, he still finished number seven. Justin Fields can just get a little bit more consistency this year, get a little bit more consistent running the ball. He's going to be super valuable this year. So I'm in on Justin Fields. I'll touch on him more for sure lately, but I'm taking him over. Trevor Lawrence, (laughs) easy. Easy. Me too. Super easy. You'll regret it. Uh, I won't. Sorry. The rest of the pack here is somewhat tough for us to find an agreement on. So I set us up for some head-to-head breakdowns of why we feel higher or lower on certain guys, uh, kind of in the 9 to 15 range. Uh, So let's start with Aaron Rodgers. T-Gods, you are the highest on Aaron Rodgers amongst us at 8. Q, you are the lowest. You are the Aaron Rodgers hater at 13. <laughs> Don't so, say hater. T-Gods, I guess you can start us off. Why do you like Aaron Rodgers this year? Uh, because I don't know if you guys remember, but like he's still Aaron Rodgers. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like that, Matt? I love I it. I like that. I'm going to mute. I'll, I'll get back to this later. Okay. <laughs> Q, take over and explain why you don't like Aaron Rodgers, I guess. It's not that I don't like him. It's just I like him less. Definitely like him less now because of the situation where they brought in Dalvin Cook. Do you think they're going to bring in Dalvin Cook? And they already have Brees Hall. Do you think they're just not going to run the ball? Obviously, they brought in Aaron Rodgers, and he'll be great. But I just think, I don't. I just think they're they're going to lean more towards the run. They brought in Dalvin Cook. I'm repeating myself, but it's an important it's an important <laughs> reason why the there's some doubt. It's, it's possible. Gary Wilson will <laughs> still have his amazing year, but I just think the upside is limited with him. Nah, I'm in on Aaron Rodgers. Go ahead, T-Guts. So much, so much. I'm in on Aaron Rodgers, and I like. I feel a lot better because even though like Alan Lazard like isn't great, he still like has comfort in him. I guess they still like Randall Cobb's there. Like I don't know. So he's he. I know they're not great, but he's still like around people that he's like comfortable with. So like the new team won't feel so like new. I guess if you will. Um, I don't know if you've seen all the clips with him and Garrett Wilson, but like. They're looking, they're looking mighty juicy together. G dub. Um, the, the whole, the whole offense is just good. Like they don't have like a weak spot. I don't know. It's just everything is like tight end. All right, all right. Complimentate that bad. He's not. Yeah, he's not the worst. But and Uzama, they got two. He'll be a, he'll be a draft. He's no Ryan Griffin, but he'll get it done. 
Yo, they got Temple Legend, Kenny Yeboa, too. Don't sleep. Stop. Yeah. Fuck is that? Josh is that? <laughs> I'm probably more uh, known at Temple than him. Stop. Oh That's disrespectful. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm I'm also in on Rodgers. I have him a little bit lower than T-Gods at 10. So I am, and as I was just about to mention. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. It's competitive. So competitive at the wide receiver position that Corey Davis had to retire. He said, I can't keep up. <laughs> so Rodgers has plenty of weapons. Mikael Hardman as well. I think he'll be just fine. So give me Rodgers. Uh, Jayers also had a question. Got offered Mixon for Judy. What do you think his running backs are? Madison, Miles Sanders, Montgomery, P. Ryan, and Charbonnet. P. Ryan, P. Ryan started him every week. Even <laughs> Bro, I'm accepting that all day long. I would, I would accept that. 100%. 100%, depending on your wide receivers, if you have... If I, you don't, have like, I don't even care. If you have no depth, I would assume redraft. I would still do it in Dynasty. Yeah. I would take Mixon over Juju. 100%, 100%. taking Mixon. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it up. Um. All right, back to it. Aaron Rodgers, yes. T-Gods are in. Q is out. Sean Watson, Q, now you're defending Deshaun Watson because you have him at 9 and you can go kind of against Matt. Matt has him at 13. T-Gods has him all the way down at 16. Uh, I hate that the Russ thing was like a, a real deal with him last year. I, I didn't want to believe because he's still a professional football player. But um, prior to that, we've seen him be great. He finished quarterback five the three years like of his prime before uh, going away for a year or two. <laughs> Um, he has a Mark Cooper who finished wide receiver nine last year. So he has an amazing weapon, maybe not as close to D hop, but still a number one. Um, and he has the rushing ability, which is most valuable in a quarterback in fantasy football. So, um, I feel like the, there's a, a push towards him being great again this year and, oh yeah. And, and David and Joku is probably going to finish top 10 tight end as well. So he has all the weapons as long as he looks nothing like he did last year, except for the last game of the season. He, he did have a, Last two games of the season, he had a vintage type Derek Derek Watson, Deshaun Watson performance. So I have belief that he can finish inside the top ten again. All right, but there are worries. There are. There I want to say it before I'm back in on people. Last year he got the basically the whole season, and we didn't really see much out of him. Honestly, we all thought. The Browns looked worse when they brought in Deshaun Watson over Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. And that that's not a good thing being Deshaun Watson. So I want to see it before I'm back in on it. If he looked good, maybe I'll try and trade for him, but not necessarily a quarterback I'm targeting in the draft. Yeah. Do you guys, I assume you're just going to echo Matt's sentiment there? Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I didn't, nothing I saw I liked last year. So I'm just not worth the risk for me. Yeah, we'll still take Coop though. Yeah, we'll still kind of in the middle. I'm kind of in the middle. I do still have some faith that like vintage Deshaun Watson football player can still be somewhere in there. Um, I just hope it shows itself this year with Amari Cooper and and kind of just getting a year under this offense under his belt. So I think that could help a little bit. A baby, he's like so young still, isn't he? Like 26. Uh, He's 27 now. So he's he's kind of like prime age. For, for quarterbacks, but we'll see yeah. if he can uh, live up to it. All right, let's move on here to Geno Smith. This one's not too far off, but T-Gods and I are definitely higher. T-Gods has him at 11. I have him at 12. And Q and Matt, you both have him at 14. So, T-Gods, I guess you can start us off on why we still love Geno this year. He was literally the most accurate passer in the league last year. 
literally the most accurate. Uh, I mean, he's on he's on a roll right now. I don't see it stopping. They just brought in the dude with three names. Like, it's it's yeah, gonna right. like. All right, all right, all right. Settle down. Um, I don't. It's just like the team only got better. I'm like, I, there's no reason for me to think that it's gonna slow down. Like, I, I'm just oh. in. I'm just in. I don't. I'm completely in the same boat. He was QB five last year. I know it was a little bit of a quieter year for quarterbacks, but he still showed that he is capable of putting up decent numbers every single week. He was relatively one of the most consistent quarterbacks. Um, he didn't have any major weeks that really like blew you out of the water, but he was consistently getting you like 20 point weeks for a good stretch of the season there. So I'm in on Geno Smith. He has one of the top, probably top five receiving cores in the league for sure with Metcalf still lock it. I'll know he's getting a little bit older and obviously he's got just Benson JSN. So I'm in on Geno taking it. The for way sure. Metcalf is getting a little bit older. No, I said lock it. Oh, I was going to say he's, he was, he's <laughs> top 20 wide receiver every year. It's I know. Good. And he will be again. Yeah, Lockett is nice. Matt, Q, do you have any reason to not love Gino? I know you guys actually are a little bit ahead of ADP too. So just don't uh, play him against the 49ers because he will guarantee stink. <laughs> he played against 49ers when I needed him the most. There's like the end of the season, of course. And he just that's like his kryptonite, but they also are good. So I don't know. I just think that there's quarterbacks who either had a lousy year last year or are coming back from injury who are going to finish above Gino. Like Sean said, it was kind of a down year for quarterbacks last year. So I think with everyone healthy this year, hopefully, uh, I just don't see him really cracking the top 10. Let's also not forget who Gino's going to bump him down nine spots. Nine spots. Baker over him. Yeah. Baker. Let's not forget who Gino was before last year so that he could easily just been fluky. I think yeah. full season's a little tough to be super fluid. Stop. There's some there's some truth there. Cornell Patterson people change Q. We'll see. Yeah, people change. I mean, he just never really had an opportunity. Imagine trying to play for the 2014 Jets offense or whatever that was. They were good. Stop. <laughs> I feel like he, he was there was they were good in that. He was there when they were bad. Okay. 2014 they were good. I think that was when they had Fitzmagic. Whatever. Either way, we're moving on to Kirk Cousins. So Q and Matt can love up some oh Kirk right here. They've got him at 10. I've got him at 13. So I guess you guys can start us off and I will. He's got not the best receiver in the league. And the, the biggest Jordan comeback. Out. We'll just talk together. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead, Q. Had your turn. Just sang a song <laughs> we should have rehearsed. <laughs> yes. ping pong. They have the best receiver in the league. They just drafted Jordan Addison, who – is probably a million times better already than Adam Thielen was last year or the year prior. TJ Hawkinson, a top three tight end in the league, fantasy-wise at least. Um, and they got rid of Dalvin Cook, which could benefit him because less rushing, running of the ball, even though they probably will still use Madison just the same. But uh, primetime Kirk, that's a fluke this year, except for when they play the Eagles this year. He will be back in the top 10. He had literally came back from the – Biggest comeback ever. Dropped a 50 bomb when you need him the most. Hell I would yeah. rather ever do that in the playoffs. Um, Still fantasy talking playoffs. Fantasy playoffs. <laughs> Let me talk about Kyler today. Uh, the rushing. There is no rushing, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. He's a movie star and a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Potentially top five. I'll stay on my own. Matt, you don't have to follow me there. but Yeah, I'm not going top five, but I'm with you, Q. <laughs> 
regardless. Yeah, y'all can love Kirk. I'm not fully out on Kirk. I do think he will be a serviceable quarterback, but I think that's kind of where the, the line is drawn. Last year, he was sixth. I do give him credit. He did have a pretty solid season, uh, but four seasons before that, he was 11th or worse. I'm going to stick to that Kirk kind of being the more realistic Kirk. I think after kind of having such a great regular season last year for the Vikings, I think they're going to kind of fall off a a little bit, just not as good. I don't know. I just don't love him. And I do think the loss of Thielen is a little bit more of an impact than, you know, it's being considered who had a better season than Kirk last year. Geno Smith. Geno Smith did (laughs) just say what did Geno Smith finish the prior four years? (laughs) And, come on, and man! Sean, come on! Of, you're ignoring the, the last three years for him. That's a double Washington. standard. Six, five, and ten. So uh, yeah, that's a history. whole different team, bud. But he has the about the Vikings. Okay, he's got the talent. Now. He's a better quarterback than Genius. I'm sorry, he's mid. Justin Fields fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's move on from Kirk on to Jared Goff. T Gods has him at 13, the highest of us. You and Matt, you both hate Jared Goff at 16 and 17. Maybe not hate, but T Gods likes him more. So T Gods, you can start us off. Why do you like Jared Goff this year? I I kind of want to hear why they hate him. Okay. First. Go ahead. That, that's just... I hate that he uses the word hate. I don't hate him. I just like him. <laughs> you less. hate him. I know, I'm joking. Obviously, we don't hate anybody, just more of a more of a preference and where you have them ranked in. I don't know. Uh honestly, I probably could move him up. <laughs> but if I did move him up, it would only be above Daniel Jones and Geno Smith. So I just, I don't know, Jared Goff, I feel like his whole career he has been so inconsistent. And it's hard to trust. I do like the Lions offense a lot, but Jared Goff, it's a hit or miss, and I'm not willing to take that risk. That's fair. I do agree. I just, I am a fan of their offense, and they just got my favorite receiver back. So Who's he's that? gonna bump. He's gonna bump Goff up at least at least one spot. The Bull Marv. Jones. Oh Mar- no, I'm playing. Marvin Jones is gonna be pretty much irrelevant. But um, I don't know. I just like the offense. The offense was fun to watch last year. Um, Amon Ross still definitely one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, and Goff just looked. He just looked good last year. I'm just. I guess I'm a believer. Yeah, I am definitely a believer as well. I'm not fully in on Goff, um, but I do like his weapons i do think he can be another serviceable quarterback i have him in that same kind of kirk cousins tier disrespectful to kirk Seriously. not at all it's where he belongs Staff, where you belong <laughs> all right let's do the last big difference here with bryce young i have him at 18 you guys all have him way lower, 21, 24, and 25. So I will stand up and defend Bryce Young's honor. Um, obviously, he's a rookie coming into the season, so there's a lot of what-ifs, whatever going on. Um, I don't think he has the greatest supporting cast, but I think that just means Bryce Young's going to have to kind of step up and take on this offense as much as he can. He's going to get into his lot of situations where he's going to be relying on his tight end and running back, Miles Sanders. I think Hayden Hurst is serviceable where he can get some balls over the middle. And Miles Sanders, I think, is going to be a huge help for him coming out of the backfield and just keeping this offense rolling. Um, but I think with the little bit of a weaker wide receiver core, it's going to force him to use his legs more, which he didn't use that much in college. And as we've seen, Justin Fields 
struggled to kind of throw a little bit in the first season. Once he kind of started running the ball more in his second season, we saw a lot of success and fantasy success. I do think Bryce Young could kind of follow in that path and put up some decent numbers. And I have him at 18. So he's not someone I'm drafting as a QB one. He's a backup that you're taking a flyer on. The good thing about him is that he's playing in the NFC South and they stink. So he may find some success at least what eight games out of the season or six. I don't know what the math is. They're not playing themselves. Yeah, six. I feel like this team is just hard for like any quarterback to have like real success in, let alone like a rookie. I just yeah, I I, I definitely and feel for that, that reason I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the weapons aren't great. If Adam Thielen can find some vintage Adam Thielen in them, maybe it could be okay. But yeah, I don't think the weapons are going to be too helpful for him. I think he's just going to have to run a lot and get some dump offs and kind of work the offense here and there, like first down by first down. So I think he's got just some opportunity to also get some garbage time as well. I don't think the Panthers are going to be real contenders this year. So late in games, he's going to be trying to air it out and never know. (laughs) We've seen Blake Bortles finish as a top 10 quarterback. So I'd rather take the risk on a guy like Bryce Young rather than 9,000-year-old Matt Stafford. Stop. Just spitting. <laughs> yeah, spitting shit. <laughs> Spewing nonsense. All right, let's do some early-round quarterback targets and then some late-round targets. I guess we'll go one by one. So Q starts off. Who is your early-round quarterback target? Uh, it's an obvious one just because it'd be the first quarterback I target, obviously. But uh, Jalen Hurts, the real quarterback one of last year, um, nothing's changed in that offense. And this guy seems like he's only getting better. So um, it's really no debate who's better in fantasy, him or Mahomes. Um, I've talked about Herbert the last two years, so I thought I'd switch it up a little bit. Obviously, he's finished in top three as well. But um, Jalen Hurts will be the best quarterback and is the best value quarterback. I feel like most drafts, it's still Mahomes going. Uh, maybe it is the bias in, in this area that's causing him to be first in drafts that we do, but it shouldn't be Mahomes first. It should be Jalen. Yeah. I agree. Definitely like Jalen early and often in drafts. Tigats, who is your early round quarterback target? Uh, He is Joe Burrow. Um, he's just got one of the best receiving cores in the league. Um, undoubtedly threw the ball 610 times last year. So it's definitely a a pass first offense. Uh, you know, Joe Mixon isn't the greatest. All right. So, whoa, I know. I I just wanted to get Sean worked up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, he's going to be throwing a bunch, going to be throwing a bunch. He's got really good receivers. Uh, and I usually try to get at least one. Uh, Bengals receiver, so and I love stacks, so I'm definitely targeting Burrow. You should too. <laughs> Burrow is a good early round target, I like that as well. Matt, who is your early round quarterback target this season? I'm gonna go my boy Lamar Jackson. Yeah, uh, we saw him start off super hot last year, the first three weeks kind of fell off, was a little mid, and then he got. A little heated up again and banged up towards the end of the season. Past two seasons, he missed, I think, five or six games each. But before that, he was QB 10. And the year before that, when he won MVP, he was QB 1. And if he stays healthy this whole season, I see him easily getting back into the top five. 
Uh, you guys love to talk about rushing ability. Lamar is the best at it by far. And I think with the addition of OBJ, that yeah. does help. Bateman, hopefully he stays healthy. Mark Andrews, obviously. So uh, I just like this team. I like Lamar Jackson a lot. Whole team. It's the whole team. <laughs> yeah, Lamar, very solid early round target. I'll finish up the early round ones here with Justin Fields. Kind of going all, all in on Justin Fields in this episode. I was trying to find somebody to target early other than Justin Fields that wasn't already said. I couldn't find anyone. There's a reason why he wasn't said. Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen obviously is an obvious target. Mahomes is obviously a target there. Um, but when it gets a little bit later, I'm still taking Justin Fields in that round four to five range for sure. Just so much upside this season. I'm going to touch on it a lot in uh, a little bit here. So I'm not going to go too in-depth, but – Justin Fields outside top 12 is him. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and convince you not to take him because we're in leagues together. So please take that stinky man. Oh, I am. I will take him and then you will like eat Pepe, your words. Pepe meme. <laughs> <laughs> you will eat those words. Um, let's move on to the late round targets. You, you can start us off. Uh, I don't know how much I believe in this, but we've seen I, my guys, Russell Wilson. Uh, we've seen Sean Payton even take Drew Brees' corpse and make him a top quarterback towards the end of his career so russell wilson is not there yet uh he looks better apparently um and he still has the same weapons javante i just like i wish i could just go on whenever we talk about the broncos i just want to go on a p ryan but uh, i don't know how much I believe passes it. He, out of the backfield he's ba- yeah he's basically just a dart throw that definitely has the upside. He did have his good weeks last year. Um, he just needed a competent coach, which now he has. So this will be this will be that type of guy where you don't draft because of what he did last year, and he ends up finishing top twelve. Um, but he could have he could have some sneaky value compared to like Matt Stafford, who's probably being drafted around the same oh, with Derek Carr. <laughs> We're just dragging Matt's take for later through the mud. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Russ definitely a, a late round dart throw. T. Gots late round quarterback target. Uh, I'm not going to go back into it. I think we talked about him way too much than we should have already. Uh, Geno Smith. I don't. You're getting him at a discount. No one like. I feel like the majority of people are, are like out on him, so you're probably going to get him above where he's going to finish, or you're going to get him below where he's going to finish. Uh, I don't know. I just. Gino's Gino's him. Take him over Kirk. Trust. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Now we're just taking whoa. shots at each other. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, going Definitely off. Definitely take him over Russ. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we can all agree on that. All right. Last year, that would have been ludicrous to say at this time. We right. Like, why would you take Gino over Russ? He just got to a new team. Yeah, no. It's Gino over Russ. <laughs> By the end of the season, we could be eating those hearts. Yeah, Gino's going to finish number one. Everybody take Geno Smith. No, I actually will take. Geno I'm, Smith, I'm just gonna, whatever Carol drafts in this pros league. I'm drafting the main. <laughs> just like we're going against Matt, I'm going with. Come on, man. <laughs> this is the Matt hatred show. Well, Matt's also drafting like J.K. Dobbins and and guys who are like asking to get hurt. Like <laughs> nobody's asking. Please let me get hurt. <laughs> Please hurt me. You're asking you drafting bulls who've been hurt the last two years, and this will be the year. Then they're, yeah, they're well, I'm not doing it again this year. <laughs> we shall see there. 
Uh, Matt, who is your late round quarterback target? Late round target, Aaron Rodgers. In the past uh, 11 of his 14 seasons, he's finished top 10, multiple one finishes, multiple top five. I think him being in this new offense is just going to be a breath of fresh air for him. Obviously, he didn't have the greatest year last year, but the talent around him with Garrett Wilson and Alan Lazard coming over, uh, Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall, I think this offense is going to be very successful this year, and Rodgers will be a big beneficiary of that. Yeah, definitely like Aaron Rodgers' late-round target. For sure, he's someone I've been targeting a lot in drafts. Uh, everybody, don't draft him in this draft. We have coming up in like 10 minutes, though. Even for like super. I'm late. looking at your ranks while I draft. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. My late round quarterback target is Jordan Love. Um, I was going to go with Bryce Young, but we already touched talked about him enough. So another guy I like late is Jordan Love for sure. I think this wide receiver core is kind of getting shit on a little bit too far at this point. I do think Romeo Dobbs has some solid value. He showed some flashes last year. Christian Watson, obviously, is a very solid deep ball threat he we saw. And then Aaron Jones out of the backfield is one of the best best pass-catching running backs. Um, we haven't seen too much from Jordan Love in his career, so I think that's what's scaring everybody away. But I think the Packers have a very solid defense. They're going to be a competitive football team this year. And if, if they want to be competitive – it's got to be on the back of Jordan Love. So definitely need Jordan Love to continue putting up uh, numbers and, and see what we can see what he can do. I think he's definitely worth a late round flyer in drafts for sure. Hey, Sonny. Hey, Sonny. <laughs> see you later, pal. Um, yeah, Jordan Love. I think he's where's he, where he's being drafted. You can draft him for free as a backup and maybe have some upside as another top 12 quarterback. Maybe top 15. But some bi-week fill in that value. All right, before we get into this draft, let's do our bold quarterback takes. Matt, start us off so oh. we can stop dragging him through the mud. Yeah. The <laughs> Tell us why we like foreshadowing of this is going to be the boldest take of all time. But Matt Stafford comes back this year, and he finishes top 12. Uh, not really much to back this up, except he still has Cooper Cup, obviously. Hopefully the shoulder is fully healed for him and Cooper Cup also is fully healthy. But no way he can get worse than last year. <laughs> and if he does, <laughs> I will jump off of a cliff. But I think he has he's shown in the past he has a talent. I think the Rams offense isn't the greatest, but there's enough there to help push him into the top twelve. I hope so. I love Steph, so yeah, I would like to see him even succeed. Say, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I hope it's so. It's possible. I hope Anything's so. possible. Anything is possible. Hugh, Anything. what is your bold take? We're, but this we're all is probable. waiting on the edge of our seats. Um, Outside of Justin Herbert finishing in the top three, and that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> Mahomes will be passing him, but going in the opposite direction and finishing outside the top five. Um, spice. God, I, want, I wish I could say ten, but like, I can't trust. <laughs> that. that'd, be, that'd be a lot of people I have to trust. There's only you can only do your magic for so long with, and now you have absolutely no one. This is like the This is like the, the ultimate test for him. Can you Still do Kelsey? With, with I don't care. But who else? You have, you have Don Ross. Don Ross's brother <laughs> may not trust actually be his brother. But every time I see Jay Ross, I think John Ross. John Ross <laughs> and a guy named Sky and. I'm not banking on uh, McKinnon, who's 50 years old, and Pacheco, who's 
a mid running back. So, what about um, Kadarius Tony? He's not going to make it past week two. <laughs> Mahomes can only do so much. He'll be thrown on one leg to the other team come week six, and everyone who drafted him in round two will be sad and crying. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I disagree heavily, Q. I'm sorry. Outside the top five, and I'll name. I can name. It doesn't matter who I name. You guys are all going to disagree. You're going to be like, mm, I could see it. I mean, uh, there are there is a chance he can finish outside the top five. A slight chance. I think it's more than likely he finishes inside the top five. I think the only time he didn't finish top five was when his ankle was banged up the year after his best season. Um, so it's unlikely. But I'm you know, telling there's you, there's a chance. The t- the five that I have finishing the top five are Hertz, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, and I'll put Lamar and or Trev are going to finish in the top five. And or Trev, foreshadowing to T God's bold take. Okay, oh, you say that he stinks. No, good. No, what? I'm oh, saying. Okay, okay. I'm saying T Law finishes top five. Um, Let's go. I don't know how much I believe that, but but Sean wants us to be bold, so I'm going to be bold. Um, so last year he finished QB eight. He had over 4,100 uh, passing yards, 25 passing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns, which is low key kind of juicy. Um, and he did all that without. Me and Matt's boy, Calvin Ridley. So my boy now. How? We traded for each we traded in Dynasty. I got Calvin Ridley. After I was calling him the same as Christian Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Hater. So yeah, I don't know. Not not much evidence going there, but uh T Law top five. T Law top five. Thanks I like Trevor. I think there's a chance, but I think what's more likely oh, is my bold take. Justin Fields finishing as a top three. Oh, please. Oh, my hey. God. Damn, <laughs> Makes my ears. Not just top five, top three. Last season, when Justin Fields got 10 carries or more, which was in eight games, back. averaged 29 fantasy points per game. He can be a running back all he wants, as long as he's getting me fantasy points. 29 fantasy points per game, unbelievably impressive. The Bears lost their top rusher. They're going to rely even more on Fields in the running game. Um, And he, like I mentioned earlier, started off the season with games of 19, 8, 4, 10, and 19, and still finished QB 7 while also missing two games later in the season. Fields put up like some crazy numbers for a few weeks there. I don't think that's going to happen every single game, but I think if he can get a little bit more consistent, float around 20, 25 a week, and I think which he can do with this offense, they also added some valuable pieces. They don't have the corpse of Allen Robinson anymore, obviously. So now DJ Moore a valuable wide receiver can help him out as we've already seen in the preseason. Justin Fields doesn't even have to throw it far. He can throw it behind, like right at the line of scrimmage. Just DJ Amar will take it 60 yards to the house. It doesn't it's not matter. happen every time. Uh, it might though. So I'm taking Justin Fields. He's putting up numbers this year. It, the division's up for grabs. So give me Justin Fields. Please take him. Take him. Please. Take I am. Him. I'm taking him. I'll take will, him. I will take I'll him as well. Pretty be upset. All right. That is it for the quarterback rankings episode thanks for dropping by if you are here with us live stay tuned we are staying live for our live draft of the super fantasy bros league if you're watching this back or listening on spotify definitely just make sure to follow us on all platforms so you don't miss out on anything use our code super fb for underdog fantasy take advantage of great discounted sports gear at fanatics link in our bio and make sure to follow old city sports network ton of good podcasts and whatnot